We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Happy Disney Plus launch day. Oh. <laughs> and welcome into uh, No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy and he's Dan. Dan, how much Disney Plus have you watched already? Bro, we're just, we're a pop culture podcast now. I've watched enough to know that I, uh, let's, let me just tell you, I took a half day of work today. <laughs> For Disney Plus specifically? It's been, uh, it's, no, just, no. just, uh, just to extend <laughs> my Veterans Day holiday, you know? Okay. I was going to say, that's commitment. So. No, not at all, but th- that's that's what we are now. When when there's no sporting games, we are a pop culture podcast, man. And uh, I don't know. Dude, I've never been so hyped for a streaming service. I don't recall any other streaming service having this kind of hype around it. No, not at all. And it's like, weird. Some of it's for like the original content. That, and we, sure. Just to be clear, we are going to talk soccer here. We're we not are a actually, soccer podcast. <laughs> we're not actually pivoting, but we are excited. Um I, I've part of it's for the original content, like this Mandalorian show. I know you've already yeah. watched the first episode. I have not. No spoilers. Okay. So I'm gonna watch it probably tonight. Uh, that's very exciting. But man, all of like the nostalgic stuff from our childhood, from before yep. our childhood that we watched when we were kids. Like, yep. Oh man. You know, you know what my wife's watching right now? Smart guy. Oh my gosh! I saw that earlier, and I was like, oh, I forgot <laughs> about this show. She's just watching Smart Guy, and she's like, I feel. So, and I'm like, hey, whatever. I'm totally digging the new High School Musical series. Don't don't hate. I wasn't even a child when that came out. I was full blown college student. <laughs> I've already added Even Stevens to my watch list. So, oh nice. You know, gotta go th- go through that. All of Boy Meets World is on there, but let's not act like I don't already own that on DVD. So I've watched yep. that in its entirety recently. So, Probably got to put Gargoyles on there. You know, Gargoyles, the original Ducktales. None of this new stuff. So, <laughs> uh, Darkwing Duck. Cool. I mean, I just, all yeah. of it. Oh my gosh. It's all good. It's all good. I, I've been watching Free Solo this evening, and now I'm like, I feel like I should go climb a mountain, but not Free Solo, like with multiple ropes. But with, a, <laughs> yeah, going to be belayed and have lots of uh, safeties involved. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, man. So that's exciting. Uh, I mean, it is tie in to sports. Uh, you can get a bundle with ESPN Plus and Hulu. That's right. It's like, Is that what you did? Oh, yeah. I was already getting, I already had uh, ESPN Plus. And so I was like, okay, I can pay $6.99 a month more and get Disney Plus, or I can pay $7.99 a month more and get Disney Plus and Hulu. 
So well, let me tell you this, man. Me, me and where uh, if you pay for three years up front, it's like three dollars a month. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's nuts, man. So we, so we rock that out. Yeah. But if you didn't already have ESPN Plus, you get the bundle. You get all the MLS games. You get all of like Bundesliga, I think, next year. Syria, uh, uh, USL games. Um, not Champions League because CBS is going to get Champions League, which is dumb. But you know, it's true. Hey, did you did you see that encore show on there where they go take people who put on a musical in high school and they they get them back together and they they put on that same musical again as adults? <laughs> Oh, is that what I thought? It was like an actual high, like tie into High School Musical, that like the no. movie. No, so, man. Okay. it's a reality show produced huh. by Kristen Bell, and it uh, this cast they did Annie, they revisited Annie, and I was like, this is this is super cool, making me want to get back on the stage. That's interesting. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. I skipped right? it because I thought it was t- like a they got the original cast of High School Musical oh. back together or something, but okay, definitely a reality type uh, type show. Gotcha. Okay, well, I'll have to check into that. So. But yes, we will uh, talk soccer um, first. Though I suppose out, shout out to people. Well, I mean, who, we, we got another segment. We got Apple TV. We could go into. Oh my <laughs> gosh, no! I I uh, I do have that for free because I bought a new iPhone and they gave me a year of Same Apple TV Plus for free. But none of those shows look good. I think so. they gave it to. Why, why did I get that? Oh, maybe because I'm linked to Marissa and Marissa got a free iPhone, so it yeah. gave us both. Probably. Well, I'll tell you what, that Jason Momoa show is not too bad. I it doesn't see. I don't know. Maybe I got to give it a chance. But I've heard. I I haven't heard the best things about it. It doesn't look very good to me. So it could be the next Game of Thrones ish show as far as like being fantasy and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. See, that's what they say, but I don't know. We'll see. I, the, honestly, the one that's most appealing to me is the Dickinson show. That looks mildly yeah. interesting. So. Yeah, that everything's already been renewed though, man. They're loving it. Yeah. So, anywho, um, should have had this conversation off the air. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we'll, we, we'll talk about MLS Cup here in a sec. I do want to give a quick shout out to anybody who's given us a uh, five star rating and review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Don't have any new ones to read this week, but if you haven't yet done it, make sure you go and do that. Um, also, did want to just give a quick shout out uh, to one of our listeners, Michael Feuerborn. He uh, he has been very active with us on Twitter. Um, his bud Riley told us that Michael got married this last weekend. So shout out hey. to Michael! Uh, congratulations, condolences. Um, <laughs> no. I didn't say it. You did. <laughs> uh, hopefully, Marissa's not listening. And uh, he's yeah. listening. Hey, babe. <laughs> she doesn't know what was on the other end of that. So <laughs> now she just knows you should be in trouble. Um, yeah. Anyway, congrats. Uh, hope that you and uh, and your uh, significant other are uh, very happy. So shout out to you. Um, but let's talk MLS Cup. Oh yeah, man. This did was... you watched it live, didn't you? I did. I did watch it live. I was playing FIFA I had to pick while it up I was Monday. watching. But oh, you know, nice. So, um, so you watched it Monday. Did you know what happened by the time you watched it? Yeah, yeah, I saw the result. I, I'm, I'm not like you and have to just put my <laughs> life on hold to avoid spoilers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, it's no, I knew what happened, and uh, I'm sure a lot of you probably watched the Chiefs as well over MLS Cup, which seems like you probably shouldn't have. But uh, fun yeah. game. I mean, a pretty tight game for a while. Yeah, I. You know, so I would say for 
pretty much up until that first Seattle goal. So obviously everybody probably knows if yeah. you're listening to this, Seattle own goal. <laughs> yeah, Seattle beat uh, Toronto three to one. Um, all of the goals came in the second half. Tur- I, I, a lot of people are saying Toronto dominated the first half. I don't know that I would say dominated, but Toronto to me definitely looked like they were. If I had to choose a better side in the first half, probably the better side. It was just very painfully clear that they had nobody who could score because Josie Altador was not on the field. So, I don't know. Did you kind of have that impression as well? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it. Uh, were we surprised that Josie didn't start? There were rumors that he, I mean, he's he's always hurt. It's like he's always got a hamstring injury. He's always got something. He's always hurt somewhere. And then they're always like, Josie is back when he comes back for like two games and scores a goal and then he gets hurt again. Um, yeah, so, he's having some rough luck, man. Yeah, he, he hadn't played in a while. I, I, I kind of figured he wasn't going to start, but they just, they tried to have Puzuelo kind of play that false nine. It just wasn't really working. So, yeah, I looked at a, uh, a heat map. And Toronto FC, they they most of their touches, so many of their touches came just before the attacking third, and then they like get in the attacking third and lose the ball, and nothing could happen. So, um, remind you of anybody who has a lot of possession but then can't find the end product? It sounds like another team that I know. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard that story <laughs> before. Um, and then in the fifty seventh minute, this is what you were talking about with that own goal. Um, Kelvin Leardum fired a shot across the frame of goal. It was not remotely on target, and it got redirected by a Toronto FC defender into the goal. It's dumb because they called it a Seattle goal, credited to Kelvin Leardum and Taylor Twelman and John Did they really? Champion. Oh yeah, Taylor Twelman and John Champion on the broadcast were having none of it. They were like livid and just ripping into the decision which was <laughs> yeah really i had it funny. on mute i was listening to some podcast but I, and i just had it on mute so i didn't hear all that oh my gosh it was hilarious because people on twitter were like wow they are really upset about this and john champion was like in what league across the world would that be considered a goal for the attacker it was he was like taylor it, it is not on frame it can't be an, a, a goal if it's not on frame it's an own goal and he was like furious and so oh my god it was it also kind of showed like i guess how uneventful you could say the game was up until that point but i i just enjoy your accent um yeah, that's that the world's worst john champion um <laughs> and then uh victor rodriguez scored uh, a gorgeous goal in the 76th minute nice little pass by nicholas ladero um and and then yeah, Victor Rodriguez finished it very well to go up two zero, and then Raul Ruiz Diaz in the ninetieth minute um, had a nice little finish. But what was even more impressive than his finish was the pass by Gustav Svensson, like down the entire field, perfectly weighted to Raul Ruiz Diaz to make it three zero. Josie did get one back in stoppage time, but it was too late. Three one, Seattle wins, and uh, I don't know. How 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 are you feeling about the Sounders getting a second MLS Cup? How do you feel about this? Um, didn't take them long to do it, so I mean that's kind of it's kind of sad. But I I don't know, man. I like the Western Conference one because I I personally think Western Conference was the more competitive conference this year. Um, I, I think that was you know I think Eastern Conference fans will will argue with you, but. I just I hate Seattle. I, I really do, man. 
And I, I know I know some Seattle fans as well. Like personally, I knew a gal who lived in Chicago with me and uh, great gal, super crazy about Seattle soccer. So I'm happy for her, but I don't like that it didn't take them long to get those two stars and tie numerous other clubs, you know? Yeah. So now they have more than Portland, their arch rival. They have the um, same as us. They have the same as us. They've only been in the league since what, 20, 2009, 2010, 2011? Some, I forget the exact was it? year. Okay, I thought, yeah, I thought 10 or 11. What Port, I, I forget Portland and, and Seattle both came in. One was like in 09 and one was in 11. So I, I'm gotcha. trying to remember which one was which. But there, I mean, their third MLS Cup appearance in four years. They've beaten Toronto two of those times. Um they're a well-run organization, man. It's uh, it seems that way. Stick around for a while, um, and this Raul Ruiz Diaz guy. I mean, talk, you know, people talk about Sporting KC needing to find a striker. I'm not saying we're going to get Ruiz Diaz. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. But you know, they got him uh, last year. He put on a show in, in the World Cup for Peru. They swooped him up for seven million dollars. He was 28 years old. And look what he's done since coming to the league. That seems like that should be a feasible option. Somebody like that for Sporting KC. We don't have to spend twenty yeah. million dollars on somebody. So they they seem to have done it the right way. And if there's a perfect example of how to do it, that's a good one right there. Yeah, I mean they they have gotten a little bit. I, I guess you could say lucky. You know, with they hit on Christian Roldan in the draft. Jordan Morris was a homegrown player. Um, Stefan Fry was a very good signing back when they, they got him from Toronto FC, but then they brought in Ladero, um, from Boca juniors. They, they brought in Rui Diaz. Uh, they, they've, they've found players that were good, but not crazy expensive like Atlanta signs. And they've developed them into very, very good MLS players. So, you know, do we ha- are we quite the same market as Seattle? No, it's probably a little bit of a, a bigger media market. It's probably maybe a little bit more desirable of a city from an outsider's perspective. But I don't think that the the you know level between Seattle as a market and a club and, and what Sporting KC could be is that wide. Do you? I mean, it it seems like it should be attainable. Yeah, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel that that far out of the realm of possibility. Um, you look at them and you're like, wow, if they can do it, we can do it. I mean, they don't even have a soccer-specific stadium. What the hell? We should be ahead of them on that on that front, right? Yeah, our training facilities are way better. They train down in Tacoma. Right? And, and it's just, yeah, I don't know. There is something to be said for the coast. Just from, and I'm not saying this from my perspective, but like that, there's this like outsider perspective of like, the coasts are like a more desirable place to live than the Midwest at times. So that maybe works against you. Um, but I don't know. It's not, I mean, Seattle's not like LA or New York or Miami. I'll say it that way. So I don't know. It's just interesting, but Hey, I guess congrats to Seattle. They did it again. So definitely didn't think we'd be here in the middle of the season when they weren't quite, you know, up to form. Well, so. they find a way to get it done. You know what I mean? I, and, and like they, they'll struggle, they'll struggle. You're like, I don't know, man, is Seattle going to get it done? And then everyone's like, calm down. This is what Seattle does. And yes, this is what Seattle does. It, yep. It's weird. It's crazy. Yep. They, they, they peak right at the exact right moment. 
And, you know, Sporting KC did the opposite this year. We peaked right to start the season, and it got steadily worse as the year went on. Um, Seattle know, started man. slower, and they just picked it up. So CCL is the death of everybody. I mean, Ike Oparo was even on Extra Time Radio, and he was just like mainly saying, screw that competition. <laughs> screw it. Like He wants <laughs> nothing to do with it, you know? And Andrew Wiebe's like, oh, I'm here for it. I love CCL. And Ike's like, you I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is it does make it tough um, with the compressed MLS schedule and, and, and whatnot. Um, which, by the way, did you do you have a subscription to The Athletic? No, I don't. Do you pay for that? I, I do have one, yes. But did you hear at all about this article that came out earlier in the week where The Athletic got a copy of this like consulting report that the league hired a Boston consulting group to do like in 2015? Have you heard anything about this? No. What what is this? It sounds so the, like some secret agent stuff. Yeah, I mean, it kind of felt like that. It was like a proprietary like this wasn't supposed to be public, but The Athletic like I think it was um, Pablo Moore and Paul Tenorio got a hold of this. And it's funny cuz like they hired this consulting group back in like 2014, 2015, something like that to to basically do this study. And, and they made all these recommendations about how to grow the league. And it's interesting because the league has implemented a lot of these recommendations. Some of them included, you know, basically raising the salary cap and making it easier for clubs to spend more on players that aren't designated players. Well, then a year later, MLS introduced targeted allocation money and general allocation money. So they took that into account. They suggested shortening the window of the MLS season from December to they wanted it to end by September. I think September, um, but MLS didn't quite do that drastic. They shortened it. So it's done in November. Um, it's just interesting to see that like they paid all this money to get this consulting group, um, their feedback and they've started to implement it. One of the things they said, which the league has not quite fully done, but the, the, this consultant group said fully de-emphasize the importance of the supporter shield. Like just kind of, you can still give it, but like, don't even like show it on TV when you give the, the trophy. So, I don't know. It's it's weird, but it's interesting to see the league, I guess, is paying for these consulting groups to come in and sort of tell them what they need to do. And they've started to implement it. So it'll be interesting to see. It's super interesting, dude. But I mean, I guess with the uh, the supporter shield thing, I, I I actually kind of enjoy the supporter shield as a trophy. I don't I, I look at it. It's just different than MLS Cup, but I don't want them to fully de-emphasize it. And I hope they don't. But I don't know what your thoughts are on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I dig it, and it's it's more exciting now with this whole new playoff structure because, let's be honest, this is going nowhere. People liked it. The playoffs were actually kind of exciting. Right. Um, and, and MLS wrapped up a whole month earlier than it would have. I, I think MLS Cup last year was like December 7th or something, and, and we just had MLS Cup on uh, November 9th or 10th or whatever. So yeah, that's that's crazy, man. I don't I don't know. I mean, last year we had so much to talk about because playoffs went for so long and the offseason was so short. This year, it's going to feel weird. I don't know if we can do a podcast every week, my brother. Yeah, we've been talking about that. So, you know, good good uh, reminder there for me. We, we pro- we're at The plan right now, guys, is for the offseason, at least for the next little bit. We're probably going to do every other week um, tentatively. Uh, that's not to say if something crazy, like, you know, Sporting Casey announces tomorrow that they, you know, some big news item like – We'll jump on next week. We'll do a podcast. Um, we're not going to etch anything in stone, but the plan for the offseason probably will be to do 
every other week for a period yeah. of time. We're um, not going to go two weeks without something. And if something drops and we're like, uh, pretty sure we should pot about this and then we'll, we'll do an X. Yep. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. Um, but that was the other thing that they mentioned in this report was, yeah, end the season earlier. But then they said, after the season's done, have like a postseason tournament with Liga MX teams. So it's kind of uh, kind of interesting. Where? In hot Mexico? Because no one's coming to play <laughs> here in cold United States. Well, that's why they wanted the season to end in like September and start gotcha. in February. and that Which doesn't help because you try playing soccer in Minnesota in February. That's cold too, man. I I had the damn I had the furry hooded parka blasted out last March, man. It was, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Chicago, try playing soccer in February. Hell, Kansas City sometimes in February. It's like four degrees. No, it was. We we had snow here in Kansas City like the the week we moved here, man, in March. Yeah. So I mean, it it gets cold. You know, some of those uh, uh, CCL games were were goddamn twenty some degrees. Yeah, I was so, like, I'll never. When I left Chicago, I was like, well, I'll probably never wear this, you know, two hundred, three hundred dollar coat again. And and then I come here, and I'm like, at a sporting game, I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna wear it. Pretty cold. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was pretty cold these last couple of days too. But it's supposed to warm up now, I think, for a little bit into like the fifties. Right. But now that I drive to work, I'm just like, I don't need this big parka for a ten second walk into the office. <laughs> Yeah, you had a pretty yeah. pretty long trek from your apartment to the bank in Chicago, I will say. Well, that, that was not bad at all, actually. I, <laughs> I know you're being facetious. But no, I did have to open the bank. So if I was the first one there, I had to stand outside and wait okay, that's, for someone else to get there. That's fair. They didn't give you a key? They didn't trust you? Well, you, to open a bank, you got to have two people there. Uh, that makes sense, I guess. So yeah, you're always the punctual dual. one. Lazy well, coworkers showing up late. I have no I have no excuse to be late. I live across the street. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, that makes sense. I never thought about opening a bank. Yeah, I guess you probably would want multiple people there. So. Yeah. Thanks for the shade, though. Thanks for throwing the shade. <laughs> you live a whole uh, 100 feet from your office. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, it's officially the MLS offseason. Um, Feels weird because I thought we might have some news to talk about today, and they're in a goddamn sporting to talk about no we are in the midst of that weird like two and a half day trade window that happens right after mls cup and uh we waited until tuesday night to record just in case there was some news and wouldn't you know it there's no news um not sporting casey news news, at least now that's not unless you're trying to go to that holiday sale this weekend with that scary looking picture of daniel on social media (laughs) you gonna hit that up no i'm not no me neither um Although I was tempted to go to see if they could, uh, they had any swope gear left. Might you know, was tempted to snag a swope jersey before they fully retire those. But I don't know. Probably not going to make it out there. Oh yeah. Um, that's interesting though. Wow, dude, good point. Because as we all know, I, I kind of forgot about that. That Swope Park Rangers are no more. They're going to be SP or they're going to be uh, SKC two. Yep. So wow, so they probably are trying to mark down those jerseys and get rid of them. Yeah. So or maybe they're going to be a hot item now. Maybe everybody wants them. So they might not need to mark them down. I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm going now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we are in the midst of that trade window. Technically, it's still open until I want to say like 8 p.m. Wednesday night, seven or eight, it depends on. I forget if it's 8 p.m. Eastern or 8 p.m. Central. Um, 
So there could be a sporting trade that's made today, but I highly doubt it. Um, I, I don't know that there's anybody in MLS currently that is like Sporting KC wants to go acquire so quickly, and I don't think there's anybody on Sporting KC that other teams are banging down the door trying to acquire either. So probably no, mm. no news. Uh, but then we should hear late next week about the well, uh, protected list, and then we'll have an expansion draft. So fun times. Couple, couple little things of news though. I mean, I know you got you got Botan Barat playing with Hungary, and Nico yeah. Hasler playing with uh, Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein, yes, sir. So, yeah, you know, fully expect Botan to probably be back next year. Nico Hasler, I don't know. He might not be back with Sporting KC next year, but hey, still. Uh, That's interesting. Support him while he's a, a Sporting member right now. So. You know, a lot of people talking online about their uh, protected list and who do you protect for the damn expansion draft. And uh, I've seen a lot of, you know, not protecting. Um, uh, oh, my God. Why Why is his name escaping me right now? Our expensive center back. Uh, Andre Fontes. Jesus. Andre Fontes. Good God. <laughs> I about, I've been watching Watchmen on HBO. I about said a Watchmen character for some reason. Oh, and no. uh, <laughs> people people say you leave him unprotected and uh, see if anyone wants to, to pick that guy up, pick up his contract. Oh, I absolutely would leave him unprotected. I just don't think anybody will take him, not j- even just because of his contract, but because of his surgery that will have him out for the next five months. So, Oh, true. But, yeah, I wouldn't. Watch us, watch us, watch us waste a protection pick on him, though, and uh, he comes back and wins Defender of the Year or some shit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I can't see that happening. But who knows? I mean, hey, if he did come back and win Defender of the Year, I'd be happy. Can't say that I would be upset by it, but I would be surprised. No, definitely not. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be a weird one. I, I mean, I think I'm not quite sure who. There are some obvious protections, you know, Felipe, Johnny, um, Gerso even. Uh, I would protect Botan, Timelia. But, you know, there might be some gamesmanship with someone like Graham Zusi, you know, would uh, Mike Jacobs, the former uh, Sporting KC front office member who's now the GM of Nashville, might he be tempted to take Graham Zusi? And if he does, do you get that money? You get that money off the books? Is that a good thing long-term? I don't know. So could be interesting, but we'll see. Um, I do want to go over real quick. Uh, Matt Doyle, um, he put up a sort of like recap of seasons for uh, some teams and he put up sporting KC's um, and he talks a lot about sort of, you know, what went wrong this year and how we were trying to be a more, um, you know, we were always a possession oriented team, but that, you know, we were really focusing on passing and moving the ball and it didn't quite work out. Uh, but he talks about the highlights and the lowlights and I, and I guess I just want to see if you agree with them. I think you will, but Highlight, he says, were literally the first games of the year for sporting. And I think we both said this before, playing Toluca, doing the Olays when Toluca fans were Olaying their own team down in Mexico. That was about his best, the best point of the year for sporting KC, I think, right? It was all downhill from there. Oh, man. Probably so. If I'm thinking about anything else, that's, that's definitely the high for me. But also... 
dropping six goals on Montreal was was a pretty high point as well. That was a fun game. Forgot about that. So, that was a lot of fun. Um, because not just one person was doing it. Like a lot of people got in on the scoring, and that was just a fun game to be at. I think it was a beautiful day. It was just it was real good. Yeah, agree with you there. Uh, the low point was in fact such a low point for me that I blocked this out of my memory that this even happened. And when he mentioned it, I was like, oh my God, I forgot that game existed. He says the absolute low point for Sporting KC was the 7-2 loss to the LA Galaxy in the middle of September. Um, I just Yeah, that was that's where you kind of felt like you hit rock bottom because you had your starting lineup in there. Yeah, it was. We had all been waiting for Roger to come back. He came back. It had been a couple months. Like, okay, we're, we got the full eleven. We're, you know, we're we're in the playoff hunt. Like, we're not there yet, but like, win this and we got a chance. And then you just get at. We scored the first goal, and then they got seven goals, and we just got eviscerated. And it was like, man, this this is it. We are not making the playoffs, and it sucked. So, it's crazy. He says our off-season priority, nothing new here. We, I think we've said this. A new center forward, a new center back, and maybe even a new defensive midfielder. So, we'll see. But hard to disagree with anything there. So Yeah, definitely don't disagree. But, like, I, I, don't, I can't speculate on any of that. I'm just at the – I'm in the mindset of, like, I believe it when I see it. I believe it when I see it. Yep. Totally agree with you. So, um. We did mention we are in this trade window right now. One question that we got was, uh, do we make any trades this window? That was from Rusty. Uh, I don't think, I think we kind of already answered that. Don't see probably anything happening. As of right now, there have been four trades made. Um, You know, nothing really crazy. Miami made a trade with FC Cincy for Victor Uoa and some re-entry picks. Nashville got Dax McCarty and Dave Romney. Those were already rumored trades. Um, they just made those official. Miami also traded to get homegrown rights to a goalkeeper from San Jose. Uh, I guess the most interesting rumor out there right now is there's a report from The Athletic that Atlanta United are going to trade Darlington Nagby to the Columbus Crew, where he'll be reunited with his old coach, uh, Caleb Porter. I believe Darlington Nagby also went to Akron for college, which is in Akron, Ohio, and that it will be a, quote, significant haul of allocation money. Uh, that's kind of an interesting move. I mean, he's a big-ish name player. He's not one that'll score, you know, 15, 20 goals, but that's probably the biggest trade we're going to get this uh, window, I I would think. I, I don't know. How about you? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's uh, <laughs> just what you named, all those things. That's very, <laughs> that's very, that's quite the uh, cavalcade of, of goods. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's an interesting move because Atlanta just traded for Darlington Nagby last year, and it already kind of shows that, okay, maybe they're, you know, one, maybe they're just getting enough allocation money from Columbus to make it worth their while. But, you know, if they're already moving on from Nagby, who is pretty good this year, maybe Frank DeBoer's bringing his own style of play. Who knows? Um, I mean, he already has implemented his own style of play, but maybe he's going to start building the roster more to how he wants to build it. So we'll see there. But, yeah, I don't think uh, we're going to get anything else. Uh, for Sporting KC this window. Um, We did have one other question, which this one's kind of a fun one, from Zachary Harden. He says, as a follow-up to last week, is there anything anyone Sporting KC should avoid as far as a new kit sponsor goes? So we talked about who might be some good options for them to, to have as far as 
you know, who could be the new sponsor, but can you think of anybody where you're like, eh, I don't know about that one. Maybe, maybe pass on that. Um, uh, probably the local Kansas city business bazooka showgirls. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair one. Yep. <laughs> I don't even know if that's still around. I think I went there back in community <laughs> college. Is that still around? I don't know. I'm asking you, you're almost married. <laughs> I haven't. Yeah. No, can't say I've ever been there. So, um, yeah, that's probably a good, a good one to avoid. Um, you know, one one that would be freaking hilarious. Just Pornhub on oh the front of your God, jersey. No, 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 no. I think the league would step in and be like, "Nope, can't do that." Um, can't do that. Hey, money yeah. talks though. Money yeah. talks. Watch them to get like that. Have you seen those like American Shaman like CBD stores popping up everywhere? I feel like that. Oh, yeah. They'll try to get in there. They'll just be like Sporting KC brought to you by CBD. Um, I don't get what CBD is. I'm like, it's not pot, but it's the effect of pot. I don't know. I think it's like the oil or it's a compound that's from the cannabis plant, but it doesn't have THC in it. And THC is the compound that actually gets you high. This is supposed to have like the relaxing and soothing components to it without the actual Mm -hmm. getting you high part from what I understand. So interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Not doesn't sound fun. As fun. (laughs) Um, the one company that I could think of that I thought for a split second might be interesting, but then I think, no, they'll probably avoid it was actually Budweiser. And I thought for a minute, maybe oh, they okay. do like Budweiser cause their big new partnership with Anheuser-Busch. But then mm. I was like, well, no, if they're going to sponsor any team, it would make more sense that they would hold out for the new St. Louis team. True. But I, I also don't think they'd put a beer on a soccer Jersey. Um, would, would they do that? That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, European clubs put, uh, gambling firms on their jerseys they just don't put them on the kids versions when they sell them so well that's because it's legal over there like sports gambling beer's legal here so (laughs) (laughs) that's true beer is legal i mean mls does have like the official line of mls so i mean they already kind of lean into like alcohol sponsorships to to an extent yeah you're probably right i don't think they'd actually put them although boulevard would be really cool so that'd be really cool. Uh, it's gonna be something random. I mean, come on, we had we had goddamn investment firm on our jersey. All right, it's gonna be like Coke Industries or some shit, or you know, something <laughs> know. Uh, PwC accountants or some shit. Yeah. So I don't think there's any. I mean, to to get back to Zachary's question, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that's like an immediate like, no, don't do that. Um, outside of bazookas. So <laughs> everyone's googling that right now. They're like, "What is that?" Yeah. Um I mean, I am. <laughs> but no, I thought that was kind of a fun question. Um So yeah, I mean, that's really like the biggest MLS news from around the league. There's uh there's a little USL news in that David Villa has confirmed his involvement in a new USL team in New York City in Queens which is, I guess, interesting. Um, I don't know if New York needs any more soccer teams. They have too many now, it seems, with New York City and New York Red Bulls and New York Cosmos and Red Bulls 2, and I guess now they're getting another USL team. But I don't know. It's kind of interesting to see these former big-name players, David Villa, Didier Drogba, start investing in the USL. So, Yeah, they love it, man. They just can't get away from the game. And and I respect that. I think it's really cool to do something, uh, you know, stick around with what you know. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. What and, you're good at. And hey, if, uh, if USL continues to grow, I think that's pretty cool. I think if anything, it only will push MLS to get better because if you have a viable alternative league, MLS is going to have to continue to figure out how do they get better both on and off the field so they don't get overshadowed by USL. So, Yeah, true, man. I think it's a good thing. Um, the only other real news to, to talk about, I guess, this week before you know we have, uh, wind up here because it's kind of a, a shortened week is U.S. men's national team's got a couple of games coming up. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not the most exciting thing to talk about. But they host uh, Canada on Friday and then um, play Cuba uh, on Tuesday. Uh, Greg Berhalter named his uh, 23-man roster. Uh, we have no Christian Pulisic because he is hurt. No Michael Bradley because he also is hurt. Um, it's not the most exciting team, I will say that. So we've been over this time and time again. But do you think you'll watch any of this, or will you just kind of check into the scores and see what's going on? Dude, it's it's hard. Like I don't, I don't. I'm having a hard time getting excited. And I think I retweeted this from either uh, Taylor Twelman or, or Stu Holden. I I can't get them. I I confuse them like crazy. It's probably racism. <laughs> you know, two two pretty boy white Average guys. They, white guys. Yeah. They all look alike. But uh, <laughs> is that like reverse racism? Well, that's white on white racist man it's tough <laughs> but it's, it's tough. uh they, they said something like if you if you don't understand why people aren't excited to watch this or whatever then then you're you don't get it you're not getting the picture now i gotta find it because i'm just not doing the damn thing justice but you get what i'm saying like it's not it's not fun to watch they're trying to say that like it's understandable why people don't want to watch it taylor twelman said uh, anyone surprised? If you are, then you aren't paying attention because somewhat Stephen Goff said ticket sales for USMNT versus Canada in Nations League next Friday in Orlando, eight thousand plus. Yeah, it's abysmal. Yeah, abysmal. Great word. <laughs> word of the day. Uh, Love. If you look up abysmal in the dictionary, it's just a picture of Greg Berhalter and the U.S. Men's National Team. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I. I mean, cool. We got Serginho Dest. That was the big news of 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 the the month for the u.s men's national team but like i just i can't i i don't care i don't i I genuinely don't care there's there's like there's no tyler adams there's no timothy wea there's no christian pulisic like i just woo. it's the nation's league it's canada where we might lose again greg Berhalter will make some stupid comment about how it, you know it's actually not that bad. Like he was on out there, I think literally on Tuesday saying, um, things like, you know, that, that everything is fine. Um, Ernie Stewart said, you know, when I evaluate Greg and the staff, what I've seen today, I'm a pleased man. And I don't know how Ernie, the general manager of us men's national team can look at what he's seen today and say, I'm a pleased man. And when he does, that just shows me there's no hope for the future right now. So it's not fun. Dude, it's not. And I, I'm not like. It's been a while since I've been excited to just watch a USA game, and it used to be where I'd I'd make an event out of it, man. I'd pop on my USA jersey, I'd get some beers, I I'd get ready to watch the USA game, and now like my wife will be like, "Oh, is there a USA game tonight?" I'm like, "Yeah, just just watch, just have it on my phone, checking in every now and then, you know." Yeah. It does not get priority on the main screen like it used to. 
No. Um, the thing that made me most mad today about Bear Alter's quotes uh, is he literally said, I have no fear at all that we are not going to qualify for the World Cup. I am very, very confident of that. And I want to look at him and say, what, what in the world have you seen that makes you have any sort of indication that we are guaranteed to make the World Cup after we've What makes you think you're going to be around for this? Well, that's another good question. But what I, you know, I joked, I was like, well, now we're guaranteed not going to make it after that comment. But all jokes aside, it's that kind of hubris and that kind of unearned arrogance that led us to missing the World Cup in 2018. We went down, we, we, laid eggs throughout the entire hex, and then all we had to do was literally draw Trinidad and Tobago. Couldn't even do that, and we missed the World Cup. So we're not guaranteed anything in 2022 or beyond, and the fact that Baralter seems so nonchalant about addressing legitimate criticisms and concerns that people have brought up after losing to Canada for the first time in decades and just looking generally awful in other games... To come out and say, oh yeah, we're going to make it. I'm not worried about that at all. That's exactly indicative of the larger problems with the U.S. Soccer Federation. And it just makes me so mad. Yeah. So You sound mad. I, you were doing a fast <laughs> speech thing. I'm like, oh man, he's mad. It's just, it's so frustrating. I am mad because like you said, I used to be so excited to watch the U.S. men's national team. Um, I'm still super excited to watch the U.S. women. They're awesome. It's just like, you know, I used to be excited to watch both and, and to have, it's just, it would be different if we had a coach who was actually trying to fix things in a way that made sense, but to see no light at the end of the tunnel and to see a coach who is just like repeatedly running into a wall over and over and being like, yep, this is fine. This is the plan. It just makes it that much more frustrating. So fun times. Yeah, man. I, uh, I can't guarantee y'all watch it Friday night. I'll probably... I'll probably book a movie or something. <laughs> I'll probably watch Disney Plus. Oh my god. You're gonna get on that you got that Dark Wing Duck theme song memorized? I don't have that one. I could I could sing you the DuckTales theme song. Oh, that's but, an uh, easy one. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Uh, <laughs> what so. the hell? I can't even do that. I just I'll let you sing. I'll just go woo DuckTales. Woo! <laughs> So, yep, that's all I got. Oh, and then, you know, when uh, Scrooge McDuck jumps into the sea of gold coins in the opening credits, oh my gosh, I love it. So, Dude, hey, you know, I saw Dr. Sleep last weekend. Yeah, no passing on that one. Creepy, bro. Uh, but if you've ever seen The Shining, it's it's great. This is fantastic. Never if you hate The Shining, <laughs> you still should see this, you know. My uh, my brother-in-law did send a, a Snapchat to me. He was like, I went to go see Dr. Sleep. Couldn't convince anyone to come with me. And then I showed up and was the only person in the theater. So it's going to be a little creepier than I thought it would be. Oh, my God. That's super creepy. Yeah. So imagine being in a giant-ass theater, pitch black, by yourself watching that movie. So. Yeah. What, I, I just like, can can the dude get a date? Can we get, can <laughs> well, we get him some friends or, he's married or some females? His, his wife is pregnant, so I think she was like, gotcha. nah, I'm not going to go. And he's like, okay, okay. I'm still going to go myself. But, yeah. Fair enough. So, anyway, I think that's the sign that we've probably reached the end of our podcast. Yeah, I think we're good, man. And uh, <laughs> I don't, you know, we're not going to be back next week unless something drops over the weekend and uh, go from there. Yeah, just uh, – 
like Dan said, as a reminder, we're going to do every other week as the plan right now through much of the offseason. Unless something changes with big news, then we'll be back. But um, if not, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, but we'll we'll stick with you throughout the offseason. So um, uh, until then, make sure you follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod. We'll still be tweeting throughout the next couple of weeks, making fun of the Colorado Rapids for their dumb tweets. <laughs> um, which That was funny. <laughs> I was like, did nobody look at this picture before you put it up? What are you doing? Uh, so follow great. us. Follow us on Twitter at No Other Pod at Dan Kuzer at JCMax03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod. Shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. And make sure you leave those five star ratings and reviews. But uh but yeah, that's about it. So until a couple weeks from now, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. See ya. Woo! Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.